Right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Three, two, three, six, one. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the second of three episodes. Second of three. Second of three, this is how we're doing it, of We're Not Wizards. Uh, uh, this is the... Uh, this episode is going to be titled The Ghost of Board Games Past and Colin knows why and I know why and you need to, to kind of stay listening to know why as well um, just a reminder <laughs> just a reminder reason we're doing this is obviously there's clearly not enough podcasts about board games there definitely is not definitely enough podcasts not. with two chaps two guys in it as well we are breaking out into this and doing something completely different it is, however, a special weekend because it is my mother's birthday. My mother, who can't play Love Letter that we spoke of so fondly <laughs> last, last week. week. Um, <clears throat> it's also Mother's Day tomorrow, um, and this is promised to be the mother of all shows. I'm setting the bar a bit high, aren't I, for the second day? <laughs> Tumbleweed time. Um, thanks for everybody who has been tweeting at us um, at We Are Not Wizards and uh, anybody that emailed us as well, Magic at uh, We Are Not Wizards. Thank you very much for your offering of SEO. We'll get back to you um, at our nearest convenience. It's amazing how quickly the spam people catch on. That's magic at wearenotwizards.com if you care to email us. Be nice. Um, but we have had quite, we've had quite a few messages. We've had quite a few downloads as well. Yes. I mean, we were joking last week, we'll get at least two people possibly listening mm-hmm. to this, but it turns out there's 160 of you. Yeah, it's good. I, I find that if I just keep on clicking it, the number goes up. I did that so too. It's, it's great. There's possibly about five people. But um, <laughs> uh, with regards to that, um, kind of a shout out to, uh, to um, Paddy and, and Nick and uh, Graham and also a guy called Jeffrey. Who got in contact with us as well who had some nice things to say and he also said the um something about the volume so that's yeah. why it's closer we're sitting close to the mic as possible <laughs> what are you slapping your head for it's all right no it's being helpful it was and, being and helpful ridiculing yeah. him. i'm not ridiculing him yeah, thank you very shocking. much no 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 um and also <clears throat> a, a special thanks to um the one and only wonderful mr leo Mr. Leo. Mr. Leo. What did Mr. Leo do? (laughs) Tell me. Uh, Leo has made us the the wonderful little new icon that we have for our site. Yes. Um, And you're going to see that on iTunes. You're going to see that now on Stitcher because we're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher as well. We're on Stitcher. Do you know what Stitcher is? Uh, Neither do I. But (laughs) it's a good idea that we had to get on Stitcher for some reason. So you can now do that thing. We can now beg you and say, please... Please. So we, we can stitch together a tweet? What, what no, 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 no. This is another way to listen to podcasts. Is it? Oh. Yes, it is. So if you go to st- stitcher.com forward slash the... I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the show notes. I don't know what it is. Good. It's not something Good. easy. It's right not here. just stitcher.com, we're not wizards. But you can get the information if you go to we're not wizards.com. It'll be under the, the normal stuff. But anyway, I'm procrastinating. Thank you very much to Leo for the logo design because it is now everywhere and remember and rate and review us on itunes if you can if you like to um anyway a couple of shout outs as normal if you like listening to us on would like to listen to something similar 
maybe some of these people will take your fancy if you're into movies consider jumping over to Mass Movie Side UK um, if you like your video games and you like them fresh and fruity then you should consider going over to God is a Geek listen to their podcast have a look at their website they're pretty good if you like um, if you like two guys who are more entertaining than us stop the whistling <laughs> um, Paddy and CJ um, brilliant couple of guys um, Twin Humanities check them out, fantastic podcast um, also uh, new guys on the block well they're not as new as us Dark Insight um, Death Note with a 4 but if you search for Dark Insight podcast they do a lot of video game chat as well but it's a, it's a, good, it's a good little podcast to listen to and last but no means least, as I didn't mention them last week, but they're a firm favourite with me, Dad Bro Show. Um, if you haven't checked them out, they are brothers. Their strapline is, they are brothers, they are dads. So this is the Dad Bro Show. So again, we're Oh, feeling... right. So it's not he's his no, brother it's, it's and his proper. dad. No, it's, it's not. They're not right, proper okay. Americans. Right. They're not. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, quick. <clears throat> a quick correction last week. Um, I did mention the Dead of Winter expansion was called The Dark Knight. Yeah, which you, is obviously you failed us. That that would be a movie franchise. Yes, now. I know it's Christopher yeah. Nolan's uh, <clears throat> lovely, uh, lovely dark. Have some water. Yeah, I should do. You should have some water. Okay. As you can see from the camera, Colin's drinking out of a chalice. Yes, golden chalice. A golden chalice. Um, I'm not. I'm drinking out of a. What am I drinking out of? Does it matter? It's called a cup. Yes, Richard. thank you. Um, the <laughs> as we said last week, Dead of Winter expansion is actually called the Long Dark. Um, have a Google for a look at that. It looks quite interesting, quite exciting. Is it? We, I don't think so. I think it's been no. kind of previewed a couple no. of places, and we did mention it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Well, I mentioned it on Twitter because yeah, I I am a rabid fan of Twitter. I'm you on know, it all the time. <laughs> you're nowhere near it. Absolutely nowhere near it. It's absolutely fantastic. So, a couple of things to catch up on tonight. We promise that we won't dash about because the show, the show I think notes, we went through far too many games the in the one show episode. notes kind of ended up about four and a half pages yep. long with all the games that we mentioned and then... We only have three podcasts. And, yes, and we do. And time is precious to us. So, yes. um, it's, yep. you know, and that's... Is it a lie about the three podcasts? No, we have. We only got three podcasts, so please listen to them and tell all your friends. Yeah. Um, Before we're gone, I want you to close your eyes, Colin. As you can see, he is. I want you to imagine. <laughs> I, want, I, I want you to imagine a distillery. Yeah. Covered in bees and ducks. And I want you to now think about what kind of person this reminds you of. No? Uh, I think the nun. Possibly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that will possibly not make sense to anybody unless you were playing the game that we were playing, which is Mysterium. Mm. Colin, tell me about Mysterium. Please. I really liked Mysterium. Um, it's... A deduction game where uh, one person is playing the role of 
the ghost who has been murdered and the other players are playing uh, mystics who are trying to um, take hints from the ghost and, and work out who the murderer was from, from uh, a selection of different choices. And this is done through the person playing the ghost giving each of the mystics a card or, or, or two cards depending on, on what level of the game you're playing. And those cards will be a picture card which will equate to um, that you've got to use to try and work out who the murderer was, what the location of, of where it happened and, and what the weapon was. It's like Cluedo. It's like Cluedo. It's not like Cluedo at all. It's not like Cluedo it's at all. It's not like Cluedo. very like a game called Dixit. Yes, which, if you... Um, do you like Dixit? I, I love Dixit. Do you? I don't think Richard does. I've no... I've never... I've, mm, I've looked at Dixit and mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of good things about Dixit. It's a great game. It's very like... Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's a great game. I have taken that game to so many different social settings, laid it down on the table. And what about Dixit? Um, explained the rules badly and everyone still had a great laugh so it's worthwhile picking up Mm. my I kind of liked Mysterium I love the artwork see as far as the presentation goes and the game looked Mm. and the way it carried out and the way it went through the rounds Mm. it was kind of okay yep Um. I loved it presentation wise. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. But I'm quite an artistic mm-hmm. type person myself. So I think I ended up persuading myself on several choices that there was those were exactly the right choices and that is the core of the game. I know, but I totally like I mean, the card was like it was like the card my it was like what was it? The first round, and I was pers- yeah. I was convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt yeah. that the murder weapon was a typewriter because mm-hmm. the card, and this is where it gets clever, the card itself had the picture of a we tower. Got to explain these cards a bit more because yeah. I don't think people get the the idea. These cards are highly detailed little uh, flights of fancy on each of. They're meant to be cards. dreams, aren't they? Yeah, it's, it's a snapshot it's a dream, of a dream that's, that's yeah. coming through to you all, all night long. So it will literally be a card of a forest, and in the forest there'll be a light bulb, yeah, and there'll be a caterpillar, and there'll be other little a details. Dog, but the color of the card might be mainly green, and, yeah. and that might be what the person who's playing the ghost is trying to get you to go for the fact that the card's green yeah and one of the murder weapons might be say like the poison which is in a green green uh, bottle um and so that might be what they might be trying to tell you but then you might look at it and go well it's it's set in a forest and one of the murder weapons is a pair of secateurs so so I'll go for the secretaries because it's a forest. Yeah. It's it's so open like that and, and it really relies on you knowing the person that's playing the ghost on I'd, what I'd, they would use <laughs> to get you to go and pick a thing. It's it's really quite entertaining. That. And it just goes to show 
<laughs> little. You I know, know everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah. And you know the social pariah that I am, because I managed to talk my way through every stage of the cards. I could. Mm. I was convinced it was, and I went, okay, my card, the last card, because um, you basically you go through the game in stages, and the first person you, the first person you guess is who your suspect is, and then the second person, the second thing is the location, and then the third thing is the murder weapon. Yep. And then it's all revealed at the end. So I, without going through it all, as an example, the last the last card that I got, the last clue I got was the typewriter. Mm. And when we were going back through the kind of the clue cards, the card there was a picture of a, a tower, a knight, and like Rapunzel. So I thought, well, you know, this has to be the murder weapon, because that is a classic fairy tale, and a yep. fairy tale would get written on a typewriter. And I think I kind of managed such a good job that I persuaded somebody else. You, you persuaded three other people of the game. <laughs> I did. Yep. The, they were the, I was completely right, because I gave such a... This is definitely this one, because look, this is a picture of it. Oh no, it was the big boiled... It was the thing that looked like a fried egg, and I went, no, this is travel... This guy's travelling. Look, yeah. this is definitely this guy. And then Leo, who was the... Ghost. He was the ghost. And he turned around and says, No! No! The knight is swinging his sword at the grass. <laughs> Therefore, the murder weapon's the secateurs. And I was just like, oh, What the fuck? I... <laughs> Obviously. Fuck. I hate Obviously. this. Obviously. I hate this. I don't like it. Because you use secateurs to cut grass. You don't know! <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene. I'm not going to argue this again because I was obviously <laughs> wrong at the time. So I'm going to accept how wrong I was at the time. But um, it's... <sighs> well, to, to give you another instance, um, when you get to the end of the game, everyone puts down their clues and the, their uh, murderer, their, their location, their, their weapon, and they're all put into lines with... with with your colour beside them, and then we get another three cards from from the ghost. Yeah. And that is to tell us which one of these is the actual murderer. And um, when it came down to it, and and we revealed the cards over, I was looking at mine, and and mine was um, it was like, uh, how would you call it? Um, an ocean going um. Submariner, you know, with a with a diving the deep belt diving on. guy, yeah, and with a, a belt with a kind of big big yep. round. He's in a big yeah. round helmet and and a sort of airlocked container and two Anubis statues. Two Anubis, oh that was statues behind him. Oh yeah, and and I was looking at this and going right, oh okay okay, and um then the next one that came down was um it was two air balloons with two Victorian gentlemen in the balloons dueling with pistols at each other and and I was looking at it right that's a box and that's a box and my murder weapon was a box so I went right it's obviously it's obviously me it's uh, obviously me it couldn't, be. couldn't be anyone else yes and of course I was wrong yes of yeah. course but you did <laughs> you did win the first game that we played because no, we played the second game you won the second yeah, game I as lost well the first game. oh you lost game. the first game rubbish game 
So you don't like it then? Nah. As again, following Colin's rules of any game, when he plays it for the first time, if he wins, he likes it. It's a good game. It's a good game. If he loses, he doesn't like it at all. No. No. It's quite new, isn't it? It's 2014. No, no, it's a really old game. Is it? Yes, yeah. So why did I see it's been? It's not been republished quite recently. It has been republished. Ah, that'll recently. be why. Because it's the Libelod. I think it's 2010, 2018. There's one such as well as Modi's connected to mm-hmm. Libelod's collect. Libel is L I B E L L U D. You can see them on Twitter and. Asmodee, as you know, they just, they make everything. Do they? I think so. They make a lot of stuff now. They make coffee filters? Um, They make, um, yes. Ah, good, good. And they also make the trays that go at the bottom of fridges that you pull out, that you put vegetables and salad in. I've also heard that they also make the replacement plastic bits for (laughs) garden strimmers as well. Okay. So you can buy that from them. Right. And you get a nice little board game. That's a lot insane. Talking crap. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's good fun. I think it's one of these things you kind of need. I I would think you would kind of semi need to know the person you're playing with. Yes and no. Mm. If because it's it's random draw what cards the ghost gets. Yes. They can be hung, drawn, and quartered because they might get things where they can't literally give you any clue. Because we changed around who the ghost was. Yeah. And who won the second one? I won the second one. You won the second one. one. <laughs> you just said you won the I second said that, one. Yeah. You did say that. Oh my goodness. But Stuart was the ghost. Yeah. Who's here tonight? Hi, Stu. He's not here tonight. He's not here tonight. We're just joking. He'll be here some night. But if you're listening, Stu, thank you. Hello. Um, yeah, but yeah, I get them. If you know, I think if you knew somebody really well, and if you clicked with, if not if you click with them, but if you know them well, I think you might understand. You would where get it. if they go, go for, for a crazy reference, then you would get it. But um, yeah. if you're just playing with a bunch of normal people, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, normies. Normies. No, we don't want normal people. No. We want people that say. Okay, um, there's the crypt, so I'm giving you... There's a picture of a candle. Yeah, because you'll get that. Because that's, yeah, that's, that's obvious. But then if somebody gave you like your diving card, hmm. which had the picture of an, the two Anubises or Anubai on it. Anubises? Anubai. Anubises? I don't know. Anyway, the death dogs from Egypt. Mythology. <laughs> then um, you would probably go, oh, that could be the crypt as well. So it depends on maybe if somebody's wanting to be clever and wants you to succeed, or if they're just being clever anyway yeah. and are trying to be a bit, yeah. a bit kind of ob- ob- obscure. Um, so we played that. I would, I'd like to play it again. Would you, Richard? Would you really? Because you looked as though you hated that no, game when we were playing it. I don't know. I... I kind of... Um, You're saying all these nice things about it. This this mask of, of lies in front no of me. There's mask of lies going on. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fun what I seen. I appreciated the art and the beauty of the game. Yeah. I kind of got... I guess because I'm quite a visual type person, then I saw things in a certain way. 
And when they didn't pan out, my brain went, no, no, <laughs> no, no how dare you, stop it, this why, is wrong. Why would, why would it do this? Bugger off, wrong. stop it now, yeah. that's enough, you know, and then, so that kind of, no. Yeah. I'm not playing it ever again. You're not playing it? Probably ye- never. Okay. I'll probably, no, I will, I'll play it a couple more times. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play it a couple more times, no. It'd no. make a very good drinking game, I think. I think it would just, it would make... I think it would make a good game for people that haven't played board games yep. because it is quite visual and you can have somebody guiding you through yep. without an awful lot of the rules. Yeah. Well, no, they would need to, obviously, somebody would need to know the rules. Oh, obviously. <laughs> but or I think it would make quite... Land a love letter again. Is this Snap? It could be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But then people would go, oh, it's just like Cluedo then because that's the first thing I thought because they went, oh, look, it's Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Colonel Mustard in the unusually painted distillery with the the book, the vase. The vase. The vase was Never a good one. The and vase. then they have a clock at the back. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that's playing the ghost has like a has like um like a hidden bit they can hide. They, they the have screen. this huge screen to hide behind. Which because... is beautifully well done. And and. Um... Oh. It's got pockets in it so that they can assign everything to each person so they they can look at that and get an idea of, of what we're looking at without having to look at the same cards that we're looking because that would give the game away if, yeah. if, if you were in staring intently at the bishop or, or something like that. <laughs> it's a Thursday already. Yes. I'm staring intently at the bishop. At the bishop. At hello. Um, no, I think... Um, Worthwhile picking up. I've I seen think it. so, yeah. Yeah, 35, 40 quid. 35, 40 quid, yeah. Do you recommend it? It's only 40 minutes a game. So well, it's worthwhile we got. I, I recommend it, but then I like that style of game. See, I like I'm guessing sure. and bluffing games. I need to so. play it a couple of times before I would got really, really kind of into it. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I think you need about three or four whiskeys before you play it. Yeah, probably more. Um, Half a bottle. Half a bottle. So I could see properly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Level, yeah. Get the so that's away. no. So that's Mysterium. Yeah. Try it. Try it if you if you if you're flush, buy it because it's it's a beautiful game just to have. It's very lovely to look at. Um, one of the other things I've been playing recently. So let's jump on, and just only I'm only mentioning this because it is as well as it being my mum's birthday. It's also the weekend that it's Pokemon's birthday as well. Oh, Pokemon's birthday. Pokemon. 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 Pokemon is 20. Don't don't do that. No. Pokemon is 20 years. Right, okay. 20 years old. Is it? Yeah. Oh, God. And the car game's been going for 20 years, so we've been... Mm -hmm. I've been been playing it. I had a quick game. Yep. And um, I really liked it. Did you? Yes. I was... How does it play? Uh, my only reference for that sort of card game is magic. Magic. Is, is it like magic? Um, It's quite... It's very simple. It's simple, but you can see it's got a couple of levels. You can see where you can get... You can go in and you can just start playing. Yeah. And you can also see where you could go in and you, you could be playing it for years. And know exactly what every single card does. Mm-hmm. So when you're building a deck, it doesn't matter kind of where yeah. it goes. You're gonna absolutely throttle the opponent. So I played with I played with my son, 
he demolished me <laughs> within a couple of games, but he's very, very much into the Yu-Gi-Oh type stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's be, he's played that, so he's, or he's starting to play that. But so is, um, it, is it like Yu-Gi-Oh with with its silly numbers? Um, no, it's more like a case of you I get attack you with ten thousand points. No, why? Why not? Why just, just attack me with exactly, ten? Because you know, it's easier to work out in my head. I know it's just. You know, but no, I mean it's quite simple. You just say, "Well, here's your hand. You get some basic Pokemon in mm-hmm. your hand. You put down your basic Pokemon. Yep. And then you decide Mudkips. Which... Hmm. Mudkips. I didn't. I, I. It was unusual ones. It was the ones <laughs> from the latest, um, the latest expansion or something. So there wasn't a Pikachu to be seen. Surely you love Mudkips. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's not kind of something in a secret language. Um, but, you know, you play your basic card and then you have, you've got the chance if you get, like, you can evolve them quite quickly. So if you're playing, say, a basic card and you've got mm-hmm. a card in your hand, you can go ahead and you can evolve that Pokemon up to the next level straight away. Yeah. And then you can you can go ahead and you can field them. Mm-hmm. But you can you can evolve them at any time. Meowdoo in there? No. Oh, thank God for that, because he, he'd win. He would win ridiculously Simply. well. But not against, because they've got these, they've brought in kind of, with the expansions, they've got like Pokemon EX Pokemon, and they've got Mega EX Pokemon, mm-hmm. and they've got Super Califragilistic Expelliarchus Pokemon, because there's oh, just right. so many different yeah. levels. Then they've got the Breakpoint Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good fun. It's, it's quite simple, you just... Assign your you assign Sounding your more like Digimon than Pokemon Ooh. to me. They <laughs> <laughs> were digital know. monsters, we, and they were better. They were a lot better. We liked them. That was a good. That was a good card. That was a good card oh. when I was growing up. I didn't like Digimon. I don't remember the theme tune. Do you remember it's, the theme tune? I, I do, but I'm not singing it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you assign your energy. Once you've assigned the Pokemon enough energy, it can use a move and attack, and then everybody gets hit points. They get the hit points reduced. The guys get made to be dizzy, mm-hmm. and then they get knocked out. You get a nice prize card if you knock out an opponent's Pokemon. You get six of them. Oh, is, is, is that what it's called when these poor creatures are brutalized and murdered for your amusement? Well, they're not murdered. Oh yeah! Oh no! Yeah, knocked, knocked out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah it's just been hit by a flame from a dragon. <laughs> Charizard. It's not a dragon. It's a Charizard. It's all fine. So no. So I've been playing that. So I've been playing that. So it's been quite good. Um, one of the things. Moving on. Play if you've not played Pokemon because it's I've never seen it in the club. I've never seen people play it. No, it's. I think it's, it's kind of like a it kinder. So. Yeah, but then I've seen like guys that are playing it that are like the guys that are like all over it are kind of like oh it's the best thing ever and I can yeah. see why people could get into it. Mm-hmm. I guess the same way that people can really get into well, it's magic. Like my Little Pony, isn't it? You know, <laughs> people get into it. Need <laughs> to be a brony <laughs> with your luxurious hair. God, I wish I had luxurious hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness me. Give me back my hair, God. Come on. <laughs> Why did you decide to take my hair and have it grow out of my nostrils and out of my ears? Did you, f- <laughs> did you fear they were getting cold? Did you not think I was going to wear a hat and a scarf? <laughs> Seriously. 
It's like nests of snakes yes. coming out my ears somewhere. But anyway, moving on. Um, I guess one of the things about being a board gamer, or as you become a board gamer, is the collecting games. Mm-hmm. And you can end up becoming more of a collector rather than an actual player. And yeah. I know that I'm kind of guilty of that. I've got a couple of games that I'd like to play. And um, I'm going to, I think what I'm going to do, well, I'm going to mention a couple of games I'd like to play. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to see if I can get them played before we do the kind of the next podcast. Yeah. Which could be two or three weeks away. Oh, hang on. I'm getting another tweet. Oh, wait. Okay. No. That's the same one that you sent last week. Is, yeah. that, is that the one that we got last oh week? Oh, my God. So, someone's... No, man. You've been shot down. We're not playing these games. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I've not even told you what the games are, for goodness sake. Right. Um. It's kind of... What do you call it? Getting them off the shelf. Getting them off the shelf. These are yeah. games I would like to get off the shelf mm-hmm. and have a quick game because they've possibly been sitting there maybe for a week maybe for longer yeah and i've just not had a chance um if you've played these games if i mention them you know tweet us tell us what you think you know at we're not wizards.com the first one before we waste our time before we, <laughs> is it any good or is it broken or is it the first one um forge wars never heard of it it's right in front of you <laughs> the box is right I brought as a as a talking point so yes, we could remember yeah, so we yeah. could have a look. I must have brought this along to the club about how many times? Uh three? At four? least maybe five, six, six times. Six times? And have we ever opened it up? And then we go, No, we're not playing one of your games. Your games are boring. Right? Thank you for that. <laughs> they're not just because they're not mysterious and pictures of stuff. Yeah, which is cool and exciting. I'm not playing that again. I've just already said. Mm-hmm. Forge Wars. Forge Wars, okay. Forge Wars is kind of like... It reminded me of um, a game called Craftsman that we kind Craftsman, of played. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me more of um, Seven Wonders. Okay, so it's got a little bit of It's got a little making. bit of yep. kind of resource building. And the story behind it, you've probably not heard it, it's by, um, and I'm going to completely mispronounce both of this, it's Cephalofair Games, which, and it was a Kickstarter. It's the danger of Kickstarter. And it's done by a gentleman named named Isaac Childress. Mm -hmm. And the idea of the game is you've got three different, you've got three different sections. You've got your mining phase, which you get your resources. You've then got using your resource phase to get your weapons. And then finally, when you get your weapons, you go on little quests. Oh, okay. Interested? Um, yeah, it could be alright. It could be. All it's quite a nice looking right. game. It's a new, nice looking game. I think one of the things that kind of put, us, put me off is it says 60 minutes to 180 minutes. Yeah. That's three hours. And the or first, 60 minutes. Or 60 minutes, but Which then... It's only one hour each. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, I know what 60 minutes is. Do you? No. Ah, well, no right, anyway. So, um, yeah, um, 60 minutes to three hours. Mm-hmm. Could be complicated rules. Yeah. Could take an awful long time to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to aim to play it. 
Yeah. By the time we do the next podcast, I'm gonna go through some some games. Well, I'm gonna go through some rules. What glorious change would be mm-hmm. would be if if someone else apart from me reads the rules for these games, and then when you bring them in, <laughs> we can just lay it down on the table. And We've done going. this before, haven't we? We we have done this before. And yeah, <laughs> and we've got kind of like rule people who like the rules and want to stick with the rules, and then generally don't believe you've read the rules. Yep. Or take the rule books over and go. I'm going to read this anyway again. And then misinterpret it horrendously. Yes, yes, yes. Was that Rex? Uh, was we that we had that, a bit of that with we had a, a bit game of that called Rex, but, we had a bit but of we're that. segueing into other games. Yes, we're talking we talk about, about Forge things. War. I know no, Forge War. Um, it looks really, really decent. The components are really, really nice. So this is my promise to everybody listening. By the time we play the next, or the time we record the next yep. podcast, we will have had a game. In four to six months. And <laughs> we will come have a game and we'll do a review on it. Yep. And that's my commitment to all 160 of you. Well, review. Which we already discussed was me just clicking. Yes, exactly. But let's, okay, so we'll, 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 just, we'll move that onwards. Um, yeah, Forge War. So that's, that's the first game I'd like to kind of play. If you've played it, tell us what it's about. Let, or tell, not tell us what it's about. Tell us what you thought of it. Yeah, tell us if it's any if it's good. If it's any good, because it'd be worthwhile. I'd be really, really interested in finding out if we can take it any forward. The next game is by one of my favourite board game companies who did Dead of Winter, which we spoke mm-hmm. at a little bit last week. Yep. And we've corrected this week. It's called Ashes, Rise of the Phoenix Born. Now, I've already taken steps to do some Watch It Played videos. Oh, some Let's Play. I have, yes, oh. I have done this. I've done this. I've watched What's-His-Face, the happy, delighted guy that... As long as it isn't that guy with a fake wife. Oh, <laughs> my God. What was that? Was that when we were learning a different game? We it were learning good. a game. I put on YouTube, right, this guy's going to teach <laughs> us how to play the game. And he spends the entire just like talking about a tiny little mechanic in the game, which which you get within three seconds of him. Right, this is the rule. It says three. You put this token from here to here, and he spends about twenty five minutes explaining that. Whilst making up this wife that he quite clearly doesn't have, <laughs> and he goes into so much detail about and you know. And oh, and, and then she did this and that. Oh my God, I hated that. And then they come out and say like, women, eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and then winked at the camera and then forgot who his audience potentially could be. Well, Probably guys. Yeah. Anyway. It's board games, man. We <laughs> <laughs> expected. Um, yeah, so no, I've watched, I've watched the What's It Plays with Rodney. With Rodney, okay. Rod, Rod, I think his name's Rodney. He does watch it played. Uh, I've, I've, um, I've probably watched him. Anyway, Rise of the Phoenix Bond is the latest. Well, it's a, L, it's an LCG. From that's a living card game, which played means ga- played hat games. Yeah. And what does that mean? Uh, it means you don't, you only have the cards that come with the set, and if they make expansions, there's only ever those cards in those expansions. Yes. It's not like something like Magic, which is 
Bling? A collectible card game. Oh, right. Where they're continually making new decks of cards and, and new sets of cards. But when you buy the cards, you only get so many cards. You don't get the full collection. Just to make you go out and buy more and more packs so you can get all the cards you want or all the cards you need if, if you're building something. And that's killed games for us that's in the past, the, hasn't it? Well, it's why I don't play Magic. Yes. And um, it's also, we played, well, in the connection, we played the Marvel Dice Masters for a while, yes, didn't we? Yes, I, I liked it. I liked it as well. But only me and you would play it, so... And we enjoyed our time, but then what yeah. I discovered was that, as with all these things, you're going out and spending a fortune on the cards. Well, you could do. Or um, if you wanted everything, I suppose, which I generally kind of like to have. The, the Marvel game wasn't too bad. Of you didn't have to go crazy. It's not like Magic, where there's you know thousands mm. upon thousands of different cards, different variants. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, with you know, with the Marvel Dice Masters, there was only a couple hundred different. And then they brought out what Uncanny X Men. Uncanny X Men. DC Universe. Has that come out? What else? Uh, D&D version of it. I played the D&D version. Yeah. I played it with, um, with Andy. Yeah. It Andy, was, Andy bought quite a lot of yeah, it. Yeah. It was, it was good fun. It was Marvel Dice Masters, but it was just a different... It's, it's all Dice Masters. It's yeah. just a different skin thrown on it. A yeah. different flavour and a few different changing rules. Yeah. Um, See, I like to... If I'm buy, I don't know. If I'm buying something, I like to know what I'm getting. So that's why always Netrunners kind of appealed to me because it was never like a blind buy. Yeah. You always kind of knew exactly what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that was attracting me about Ashes is it seems to be along the same lines. I've seen, yeah. I've already seen. There's two expansions out, mm -hmm. but you get exactly what you pay for. You know, you're yeah. paying for thirty cards. You get thirty cards. You get everything yeah. kind of like that, that you need. So um, in Ashes, what type of card game is it? Is it a card game where you're trying to build um, a deck, you know, so you're drawing only good cards each turn? Or is it a type of game where you're trying to put out cards you, in front of you so you that they're constantly build, giving you good stuff? You build your deck from the beginning, and the idea is that you're going up against your opponent, and your opponent is allowed to have from what I can see, is allowed to have a row of cards to do with defensive and attacking magic. Mm -hmm. And then a row of cards to do with actual his, um, the, his or her kind of minions to help them. Yeah. So the idea is what you do is you get, it works in combination with dice, from what I can see. Yeah. And you have a pool of dice. What? Yay, dice. Dice. What? <laughs> We must make it random. Oh, so come on. No, they actually do, they do the dice quite well. They kind of do the dice quite well because you've got... What they do is the You've got the... The dice have got three different symbols on them, mm -hmm. right? But the rarest symbol can be used for as the power for anyone else. Right, yeah. The second symbol can be used for the power for the second level dice and also the lower dice as well. Mm -hmm. So if you roll the top tier, then you can use that as power to go towards anything else. So if yeah. you need certain symbols to power up a character, you can uh -huh. use them. But you also, if you obviously roll that, because I think it's only one in a face, 
then you also get granted some kind of special action as well. Right. So that's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. But the idea is, and it's also what's I've, what what is quite interesting is I've seen you I've seen when I've seen some people play magic, and you see they've got a row of kind of like forests. Yep. Yeah. And what you can do in this game is doubles don't matter. What doubles do is. If you play one card and you play exactly the same card, then it focuses mm-hmm. the previous card. So it's almost like you're doubling up the power. Yeah. And it encourages you to gather kind of sets of similar things. similar cards together or exactly yeah. the same cards. Because that then unlocks the focus power and it allows you to do kind of certain attacks. Right. Also, when you use a card, you get a little... little, a little exhaust token on it uh-huh. as well so yeah. you're only allowed but there's obviously different things it looks quite interesting it looks quite easy so there's a few mechanics in a few it, mechanics right. in there obviously you've got the wonderful chance of dice yeah the, well you know that's a wee bit you know if you roll badly then are you completely destroyed in the game or no I think only I think because of the way it works is that you're always able to do something you'll be able to do some kind of move in there um you get kind of like main you get kind of main movement anyway and you also get side kind of side so every card's got this is my main movement this is my secondary movement so you kind of get that it looks kind of kind of interesting i've not played it i'll admit that but again this is a game that i'm going to have a shot of and come back. Well, we're going to play it. At we're going to play it because you have. Did you play it before? Nope. All right. I'm pretty sure somebody else. Somebody else last night said they'd played it already. Yeah, a few of the guys had seen someone else play. I think uh, one of them might own it. Yeah. Um, Which is might. interesting. Might. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Mm. I'm certainly up for playing it. So that'll be. But the guy that owns it is very particular over his thing so he's not going to bring it to the club till it's sleeved because sleeves do i love sleeves do you love sleeves yeah because i've got a pile of them do you yeah i've got them i might sleeve this or i might not i sleeved my marvel dice masters yeah which was which was a good idea but they're now set up there perfectly pristine and sleeved well doing 20 years doing nothing 20 years from now 20 40, 50 years from now, you know, when, when, when you're kinder or, or, you know. Don't, what, 20, 25, 60? They'll look on it and they'll go, oh my goodness. They'll go, wow, what, what is this? What the hell was dad playing at when he was buying comic book throw characters? In, throw it in the bucket and then they'll watch something on Antiques Roadshow where a never set goes for 500. It'll quid. be that whole thing when I realised that I gave away... An entire set of boxed Super Nintendo games to my cousin. Oh. And then years later, when I realised the ridiculous price pristine boxed Super Nintendo games were going for, yep. and I asked my cousin... What did you do with them? What did you do with them? Smack. He sold them. He, he, gave, he traded them in at game... Wow. For some PlayStation 4 rubbish. No, PlayStation 1 rubbish. That'd be Call of Duty that he no, traded it in for? No, I don't know. Good I don't even Colin. know if he did it. He might have just... But anyway, I, yeah, that is my... You know, I have few regrets in the world, but one of them is being generous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, yes. Um, so Forge Wars and Ashes Rising the Phoenix Born. We could play that. Ashes. Mm-hmm. I think you might enjoy it. I might enjoy it. You might not. Depends if you win. It would depend. It would if depend if you win. Okay. Um, right. I've been investing. Have you been doing? I've been doing a little bit more Kickstarter. I've. Well, Have you? I've. I'm. I'm deliberately not looking at Kickstarter because I need to recoup funds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What have you done? I've overspent as I'm <laughs> See, I, I kind of, well, no, I kind of haven't. I saw, we touched on this briefly. Well, we didn't. I had a rant last week about mm-hmm. not getting completed, you know, not being entirely satisfied with Kickstarter stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, what? And it's continued. Yep. You know, you get emails from the same place and they're continually apologizing about the obvious, you know, Oh, Chinese New Year's coming. It means everybody's on holiday, which means the stuff that we promised yeah. you is now going to be May. And I can see folk in the comments just going, absolutely batshit. So it'd be like my 3D printer. You, yes. Yeah. Are yeah, you waiting I, for I, it? I, yeah, I'm waiting for the PT printer, which is a special type of 3D printer, which um, was right. meant to be under $100. Yes. So it's, it's like, I, I thought I would give it a punt and... Two years later, we're still waiting. Yay! <laughs> the joys remember that Kickstarter is not about... Um, it is not about an, having an end product. You're taking a risk when you buy something on Kickstarter. But then I've seen it that, yeah, this is what I was looking at because something came up in my Twitter, in our Twitter feed. Because hmm. it is ours, even it, though I it use it. It is ours, yes. I don't think you look at it, do you? Yeah, I look at it all the time. We right? don't. It's, it's You're just such a kidder. And something came up, and it's a kind of a. It was one of these things that's kind of like a well known. And you went in, you went, all oh, right, it's already reached its stretch goal by 20 million flipping quid, and yeah. it's going to be doing well. And these are just kind of like pre orders, which, you know, I don't want to talk about. What I do want to talk about is I saw a couple of games mm-hmm. that I'm going to just put out there, and people can have a look. They're not expensive, they're purposefully not expensive. They're on Kickstarter, they're like 30 quid. They've both been funded, so you're going to get the game. Uh, and do they have long time to run, or are they... they, they the first, well, the, they've got roughly about... Well, one of them's got just under two weeks left, and it's by... It's a, it's a, it's a game, it's, um, it's a 3D board game, and it's called 3D Zombie Tower. Oh. It's by a company called Kosaic. Uh-huh. And it was originally released in Japan. It's already out in Japan, yeah. but it's now been localized for. It's now been local. It's going to be localized because they're now developing it. So it's quite. It's like forty two dollars. So they're just going to translate it into. They're going to translate English it into English, German and then and they're going to yeah, yeah, and then they're going to ship it kind of Europe wide. So forty forty two dollars works out about thirty quid. Something like that. It's not yeah. bad. Not yeah. bad. It's about eight pound a. Yeah, a dollar's worth about no, a pound's worth ten pounds worth about eight dollars or the other way around. I've I would hope it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I made an absolute. This is why maths is not my strong point, but um, it's worth. It's possibly worthwhile checking out. Hmm. It's a three D board game. It's about rescuing, going in as a member of the emergency services and rescuing people from either you know, from themselves mm-hmm. or from being turned into zombies. 
Kicking zombies. Kicking zombies. <laughs> I've not checked into the long dark yet. I would hope that they're maybe going to just go, Did you hear that podcast? Stop production now. We need to put in kicking zombies. But there's no kicking zombies in this game. However, there is a massive kind of 3D structure uh-huh. which you you make your way around, you rescue people, or you've got the chance to kind of like send, you've got a chance to not rescue them so you can get away and you can escape. Right. So, mm-hmm. looks quite good fun. Uh, looks worthwhile kind of checking out. Um, as I say, it's already out in Japan, so they're just, so, I think it's it's been funded, it's ready to go, it's going to be relatively inexpensive, but it's worthwhile, it's worthwhile having a look at the campaign. Mm-hmm. Just because, um, because it's something a little bit different, which kind of caught my eye as well. Yeah. Um, the second thing that we're looking at, and I, this is this is, kind of smashed its um, target already, but it was only its target was something stupid like about a couple of couple of thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But it's called Steam Court. Steam Court. Steam Court. Okay. It's by Tantrum House. Okay. It is Tantrum House. Don't shake your head at me. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, it's kind of based around the steampunk theme because you can't have yep. anything without a steampunk theme. Or zombies. Or zombies. <laughs> yeah. So what I've done is I've co- copied probably the two biggest tropes that you get in board games. Steampunk zombies. Somebody make steampunk zombies. Has somebody made steampunk zombies? Yeah. Who? Um, somebody. War Machine's got steampunk zombies in it. <sighs> really? Yeah, sort of, man. Already been done and covered? Yeah. Actually fantastic. Like clockwork ones. and. Really? Yeah. How does that happen? Well, you put a big clock in them, don't you? It just works. But it's does somebody else put a clock in them? Well, obviously the bad guy or is oh right yeah. so the bad guy says you're the a filthy the filthy wizard comes along and the filthy wizard throws a little clock in you and off Boom. you go there you go does he need winding up or do you not know you've not you I've not it? really uh, I've not played it I've, but I've you're just aware of it okay <laughs> that's funny um, Steam Court is basically one of these uh, games where you you get given a massive hand of cards and the idea is to basically um, kind of somebody plays three threes you've got to play three fours then you've got to play three fives it's a very very light kind of introduction to deck game I was just looking for something that I could just get in and play Mm -hmm. for ten minutes because I'm sitting as I said earlier on kind of looking at my collection and I've played the vast majority of games that I have, but there's some games I've sat there and went, this is going to take a while. This is going to take a long time. Yep. We need to get back to Catacombs. Yep. Definitely. Um, And Steam Court is kind of very simple. It can have up to 10 players. Mm -hmm. And you basically, everybody gets a hand of cards. Um, Everybody gets a character, and the characters have different skills. And they can... Um, they can influence which order they're actually playing right. and then obviously if you're 
the benefit of being obviously first to play means you can get rid of your war cards or yeah. you cannot be stuck and then you earn kind of victory points and then the person with the most victory points kind of um kind of wins i've so, seen mm-hmm. i've watched the videos <coughs> they're already seem to be smashing through the stretch goals it's about 41 dollars i think that might be including shipping as well dollars seems quite a lot for well they've got quite a lot of there's the the box seems to be quite a reasonable size the cards are a very very good size as well mm-hmm. and the character stuff is good and the artwork's really really good yeah it's worthwhile having a look again it's like 41 dollars or about 31 30 29 30 pounds okay. you know? so that'll be kind of worthwhile kind of going through um yeah so that'll be kickstarter i did look at other ones mm-hmm. and i just i don't know i've kind of stopped looking at the really big guys because the one thing i've seen with all the big guys is they've then got the distribution in place yeah to stick, it to, re- to stick, it, stick as, it to retail you know yeah they're using kickstarter as an advertisement yeah. platform they're not using it as we need this to make this product i know and i mean i'm not i don't mean to kind of like rain on their parade because they've obviously as soon as they release something every single time they're they're then you, you know if you chip in your pound or whatever just to see how the campaign's going within oh they've usually got the, the, the I facebook don't know page anyone that does that I only know people that go for stretch goals. Ne- never, ever <laughs> seen anyone ever puts in a wee pound because I want your product to be dead. No, no. I just want to check on it. I want my free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want my, yeah, I want my email updates and I'm willing to help you. But you see them, it's like, and the Kickstarter launches in five, four, three, two, one. Half an hour later, we're funded. Look Yay. at there's a surprise. Look at Yay. us. We're funded. But then obviously and I've seen this with a couple of play things now, is that the guys getting their stuff shipped out has appeared at the same time as the stuff has appeared with the retailers on the shelves. Yeah. And a lot of the bigger stuff, like say Ghostbusters, Thunderbirds and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you can get that in retail easily enough anyway. Yeah. So you kinda kinda wonder what you wanted to Kickstarter for. So these two guys, they're small, they're not big. They're worthwhile looking at. And okay. just have a look. The 3D one looks like decent. Yeah. Might be decent fun. And if they get enough money together, they're using like standees and stuff like that. So they might be able to turn that into different mm-hmm. figures. And let's face it, you and me have probably got a cupboard full of like zombies we could probably exactly. replace that yeah. for anyway. Totally. So that's quite easy. Where are we? Is this a good time to maybe... I think this might be a wrap-up time. I think this could yeah. be a wrap-up time. Yes. Yes, have you had fun? I've, I've, I've been here. You have? Have you, you haven't talked much? <laughs> no, 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 not tonight. I kind of, um, <laughs> yeah. I need to stop that. Dominate! Yes, yeah, so I need to start hitting me when I start doing that, because I do have a tendency to let my, my mouth go. Um... Again, you can catch us on the usual channels. We appreciate everybody that has listened up to now. Or, you know, there might possibly be. Um, I'm thinking of prizes, possibly. Prizes. Possibly. Prizes. Oh. Prizes for you and me. 
Oh, not good. really well. Oh, thank God for <laughs> no, that. No one's going to start, oh. you know. No. Um, but what I would say is, if you can, follow us on Twitter at We're Not Wizards. Um, iTunes, you can find us on We're Not Wizards. A nice little subscribe, a little review, rate us. Mm-hmm. Yes, that please. Helps. Yeah. That yeah. really, really helps. We've got the website, which is we'renotwizards.com and we'renotwizards.co.uk. UK. You can email us, which is magic at we'renotwizards.com. So get in contact <laughs> with us that way. But either way, any comments, any questions, if you have played played Forge War and want to tell us it's brilliant. Yeah, or if indeed Ash. Ashes as well. Yeah. If you played Ashes, we'd love to hear your views on it and we'll, we'll you know, email us and we can read out, read out your responses and your comments. Um, but until then, uh, this is me, Richard, signing off, saying goodbye and hopefully speak to you very soon. And say goodbye, Colin. Goodbye, Colin. Brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> And this is me saying goodbye. Remember, we are many things, but we are definitely, we're not wizards. We're not wizards. Apart from when we play wizards, but that's, but that's beside the point. that's Frosky. Stop. You are playing a wizard in that. You lied to me. Bye-bye. <laughs>